32 snake skins have been harvested from someone's roof in Timbiwa. Um, That sounds horrific to me. Um, it's not... Have you even looked at the story? No, I can't look at it's it. It's on sunshinecoastnews.com.au. I, I know it is. I can't There's go there. three garbage bags of snake skins. Oh, now, it's so disgusting. I can't stop looking at it. Sharon has written to us and said snakes shed between four and 12 times a year, so it could actually be the same snake at 32 times if it's lived in that roof for a few years. Uh, but she also wrote this. I just it, wanted to say, too, that the snake catcher, Noosa snake catcher uh, that did this is... Luke Huntley, I think we've met Luke Caroline. I think he's been to the studio. Um, he's six foot three, and he actually couldn't get to all the skins. No, <laughs> so there's still some skins in that roof. Oh, ah. um, this is what Sharon wrote about snake skins. Did you know snake skins have a smell that dogs can really smell? I brought part of one home from a client's place when I was working in community. It was about five inches wide. I bought it through the front door and both my dogs went absolutely ballistic. Cindy was walking on her hind legs to try to get to the snake skin. Oh, wow. Mind you, my, do, my dogs do that for all forms of food. I oh, do they? All forms. <laughs> Their hind legs straight away. What's that? Are you going to give me that? That's that's mine, isn't it? Uh, so what are we asking here, Caroline? Where have you found a snake? Yeah, or? what's the most disgusting snake? Sorry, you can tell. Um uh, remember Tony, who used to, used to be our technician here? Yes. So they, he and his family, for a while at Umundi, they lived in a shed. Like they built on a shed on their property and then they built their house. So they were they, they were living in the, in the shed. This has got to be 20 years ago now. And um, their daughter had a bird. And, uh, they, and so they're all living in the shed together. The kids are in bunks. The bird's next to the bed bunk. And one morning in the, uh, in the gloom of... Of, of dawn, he sees a massive python just coming down over the bunk beds, heading for the bird cage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and and so what? It, I guess he must have just shoot it off. Yeah, he got up. Or, yeah, he, yeah. Got up and, uh, like, he wasn't, he wasn't they're, worried. They're, he was, but he, knew, he came straight into work to tell me. Yes, so. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, they're surprisingly docile. Those yeah. big snakes. But, the, you know, I'm sure if they were really hungry, they'd be uh, looking for a, something to play with. We, I, I remember when we lived right in Alex there, uh, just off of Kinja Road in one of those little spots, uh, there was like a resident snake. And he must have been 10 foot. And oh, he'd be in yeah. the roofs and he'd move around real slow. And, like, anyone that – we've moved in there and anyone local would be just like, oh, that's the snake, you know, just leave him alone. He's fine. It's like, mate, if that thing is in my car <laughs> – <laughs> when I go to work at three o'clock tomorrow morning, I am not leaving it alone. Okay, I've just got one. Katie has just written this one through. She said, "When my mum lived at Mumbai, she got in her car to drive to work early one morning. Tried starting the car, heard an almighty wet." clunking sound Uh-oh. and the car wouldn't start. She got out, lifted the bonnet. A snake had been wrapped around probably the fan belt and when she turned the car over, it had completely destroyed the snake that had been slapped around under the bonnet. She said it was very sad and a very messy cleanup. Uh, yuck. <laughs> a noose snake catcher has found 32 snake skins in one house. And it's just kind of freaked us out a bit. Three garbage bagfuls of these snake skins. Snakes on a roof, snakes on a plane, snakes in a car. We don't mind. Just tell us about your snakes. Uh, Graham's joined us from Pacific Paradise. What happened? Well, my grandson, Kyle, when he was about, I guess, six or seven, up at Coolum, he went to put the TV on. And as he went to turn it on, a snake 
stuck its head out at the side of the, <laughs> the side of the TV. Of the TV? <laughs> What's the snake doing in the telly? Out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, uh, he screamed, of course. And, yeah, I uh, bet. Yeah. What, uh, what, what TV show was on? Snakes on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, this topic, everyone wants to tell us the their phones, snake the stories. The phones have gone mad, so please be patient. Yeah, um, so Ros White from Whiteside J has just written to us. She said, and she's kind of left us hanging, Mark. She goes, my brother Paul and I put a snake skin in our sister's bed when we were little kids. We thought it was hilarious. That's not funny. That's not funny at all. She goes, but karma got me back because I was bitten by a king brown uh, when I was 14. Oh, my God. Uh, and, I, and I wrote back and I said, oh, my God, Ros, did you need antivenom? Do king browns, are they poisonous? What? Oh, they're not. They're bad news. And she hasn't read my message. She has not responded. <laughs> Ros? Ros? <laughs> yes, she needed antivenom. Yes, oh, she wow. did. Oh, okay. wow. That's a, that, not many. That no, makes you very rare. That, and and that's, survived. I mean, that's the snake bite story we all want to hear because yeah. it does happen. It does go yeah. the wrong way occasionally. Thanks for the thanks for the call there, Roz. I appreciate that. Let's go up to Wayne in Budrum. Mate, uh, we're talking snakes in a roof, snakes in a fridge, snakes in a TV, snakes on a... What happened? It was about five years ago and we had a resident python around five, six foot used to hang around the house here and we'd look at it through the uh, window you know, from inside and it'd hang in the trees and... My daughter, Beck, would freak out every time she saw it. And um, anyway, one day, uh, sort of, um, I was out and came home and got this smell inside the house and thought, what the hell's that? Uh, went over to the fridge, opened the fridge up, and, yeah, you got that sort of air vent that goes at the back of the fridge into the roof. Yeah. And it was coming from there. And, um, and again, it just got worse and worse as the days went on to the point where I came home one day, and in behind the light switch, there was this substance running down the wall. Oh, God. And an ooze running down the wall. And we worked out that the snake had died in the roof of the house. And uh, and the two boys wanted to pull the roof off and knock holes in the wall and everything else to get it out. And I said, look, it's dead now. It's gone. The smell will go away. I said, that was about five years ago. And even to this day, a handful of times a year, if the conditions are right, you get this dull, (laughs) dense yuck of a smell in the house. We had incense. We had incense burning for twelve months. My daughter oh, wouldn't Wayne. sit at the table. She would oh. sit outside and eat. Mate, it's, it's um, time to rip off some of that chip rock, buddy. You got to do it. Get rid of it. Oh, <laughs> it's long gone. <laughs> Donna, you got a couple up in your ceiling. You're at Peachester. Uh, well, apart from the ones that live in my ceiling and stop the bush rats from chewing all the wiring and they, stuff, they do have um, use I, if you can put up with the slithery sneakiness. Yes. Well, I, I don't hear them. I used to hear the bush rats fighting, but I don't hear the snakes at all. But the best one I've seen is a big fella in my carport was in the rafters of the carport and he was hanging down above the back of my ute. So it was about six feet from the rafters to the back tray of the ute and there was still at least another four or five feet of him up in the rafters as well. Oh, Donna. Oh, Donna. <laughs> Uh, the best car protection you could ever get. That's right. No one's pinching your car. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Dono, Caroline's not coming to dinner. No, ever. 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 Most of the snakes we've been talking about this morning are pythons, and they're really relaxed. But, it, like, they're not poisonous. Yeah, right. But the poisonous ones are angry. Yeah, Wouldn't right. it be nice if it was reversed? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It'd just be I'm nice. I'm not poison. I don't need to get all that's head right, up here. Right, you got the poison, dog. What are you so angry about?
anyway, look, that's just something I've observed. Tori's joined us from Budrum. I'm still recovering from that whole Charlene showdown. I thought I had it covered, Tori. Oh, that is the best song I was singing along. I hey, love it. Hey, look. Thank you, Tori. Enough about Charlene, okay? I'm, I'm trying to move through it. <laughs> Tori, tell us, where have you found a snake? Snake in a... Um, it's not a nice story, actually. Um, I used to live in Singapore, and I came back from the vet with my kitten to find a 16-foot python on my other cat. Oh, oh so it got no. your cat. Yeah. And it was 16 too, foot. too late? The cat was a bump inside? The cat was um, in the process of being constricted, and it was it had died. Oh, yeah. and, and you're going to hear about this, because cats, they fall asleep. They don't hear the snakes coming. Uh, it's it's no, scary it's and sad. Yeah, our house there, they, the, the cat was just sunbaking on a, on a, like a, near a drain and there's yeah. some python obviously stalked it for a while. So, T- yeah. Tori, can I just check the length of that snake? Did you say it was 16 foot? 16 foot. It actually went to the Singapore Zoo. It was one of the biggest snakes in captivity for oh. a while there. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> She's got some record-breaking snake that ate her cat. <laughs> oh. That's terrible.